Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Welcome back to the Captain's Run with the great Cameron Smith. Make sure to download the SEN app or give us a follow on at SEN League on Instagram or give us a text 0457 736 736 or call 1300 01 1170. Now, Smithy, I'm sorry, mate. We're going to have to talk about it. No, that's good. Um, I know it's going to hurt, but fortunately <laughs> for non-Melbourne fans, we finally have an opportunity to put the boot in. We finally have the opportunity. So everyone, just enjoy the next, I don't know, 10 to 15 minutes. Let's make uh, it three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so the Storm go down to the Raiders uh, at home. It's uh, I think it is the first time since like 2003 or something, some long time, that both mm. the Storm and the Roosters were knocked out and aren't a part of week uh, two of, of finals. Yep. Um, so the Storm go out to Raiders. Uh, I guess, what do you make of the match, mate? And uh, I guess the Storm as a whole. Well, I think, you know, if you listen to Craig Bellamy after the match, he was really disappointed with, um, you know, the way the game finished and the way they played, particularly their defence. And, and I think well, the term he used was, at times, soft as butter. So, you know, knowing the way he coaches and the way that he plans that footy side, it's it's a lot of the game is based around defence. Um, so, you know, just seeing a couple of the tries that the Raiders scored, they were... Fairly easy tries, um, you know, from an NRL standard point of view and particularly finals. And we spoke about that with, with uh, the, the Sharkies against the Cowboys. So watching that game here, I thought, oh, geez, it's, there was a few signs there where I thought, oh, this is going to be a tough one. Um, and we just know that – you just know that Canberra are a side that they know how to upset Melbourne. They just know. And I'm not – it's, it's hard to pinpoint why – but they just—they've got a style of footy um, that they play, and they've—they've they've got this—they've got this sort of attitude about them that really gets under the skin of Melbourne players. Um, you know, they've done it for a long time, and I think they've got an outstanding result now. They've built an outstanding result at Amy Park. I think they've won the last five there, maybe Kempy, yeah, something it's like five four now. or five matches. Yeah, yep. five. Yep. Um, you know, so that's. The disappointing thing for Melbourne, not just going out week one of the finals, it's the first time that they've been knocked out uh, week one of the finals since 2014. Wow. And you know what I mean? So, and, and I'm not trying to gloss over a loss, but if you look at their record since then, I think they, they've played in nearly from 2015 onwards till, till this year. I think they've, they've played in every prelim. That's incredible. So 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 2020 and 2021. Like this is a footy side that they just they they make playing finals. That's just their business. Mm. So I think I think it was a bit of a shock for everyone to go. Wow, like the Storm, they're out. How good! Like <laughs> like you said, like most of the non-Storm supporters are like, <laughs> yes, they're gone. Yep, they're gone. They can't they 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 can't create any sort of havoc in in the finals now for my teams that are still in. But um, I, I think. You know, Craig was most disappointed, and you could see it on his face during the match and after the game. He was most disappointed with the way they finished because they were sending off four players that have done so much at that footy club. Now, Brandon Smith, he, he spent the least amount of time at the Melbourne Storm um, out of the four of them. And when I say four, it's it's Brandon Smith, uh, Felice Cafusi, and the Bromwich boys, Kenny Bromwich and Jesse Bromwich. 
So the two Bromwich brothers, they joined the club in 2008 where they come in and played um, under-20s with the Melbourne Storm and progressed their way through into first grade. All four of them are premiership players. And and I'm thinking that Craig, that's not the way he wanted them to finish their career at the Melbourne Storm. Mm. It it really wasn't. But but on the other side, you've got to give credit to the Raiders. They come down with a game plan that they just, as I said, they, uh, they, they, they upset the storm rhythm. They... They found ways to score. They they actually scored a couple of you know pretty decent tries, um, and one sort of fortunistic one at the end there where it it come off was it Seb Chris <laughs> yeah, well, come off Seb Noggin come off his melon. It was a it was a falcon classic falcon one of the best all time um, to to help them progress through and it come and and I'll tell you what Fogarty had to come up with an amazing kick. Mm. Um, you know, at the end there to, to put them ahead by eight, which really sealed the deal for the result. But, um, yeah, they progress through. They find a way to, to knock off the Melbourne Storm at home, which is a very hard thing to do. Yeah, look, it, it, it's it's we spoke about it last week, Smithy. It was almost like the one side out of the entire eight that Storm didn't want to play. I mean, again, there's no sides they don't want to play. But, like, in reality, if there is one side that you were, if you were betting on, it would literally be the Raiders, and they're the ones that come eighth. It's it's the Raiders that seem to have some, you know. I know Ricky and Belair are friends, but always there's just like com, there's a friendly competitiveness between them two. Very competitive oh, blokes. Yeah, they're, they're, look, let me tell you, they they are good mates, but they're they're not friends game day. No, I definitely not why. friends game day. They they are ultra competitive, and they always want to get a win against each other. But yeah, Stick's got the uh, he's got the wood over Belair of of recent times. Now, this is going to be, I guess, tough to talk about because, you know, you're an ex-Storm player and, and you know these boys. But, and this is not to be, you know, these guys, those four blokes have been incredible players, incredible players. But the concern I had for Storm coming into this year was I just felt their forward pack's depth was a bit light. And then I also, as the year progressed, I just felt that maybe the explosiveness, it's only natural as you get older, the yeah. explosiveness compared to other packs like a Tarpanair, Papali'i, although he's getting older, he's still probably, I think, a little bit younger than some of the forwards there. Yeah. Um, I just felt the young, youthful explosiveness of the Raiders may be too good for the Storm. Is that something that you identified or what would, you know, was that the difference? What did you feel the difference was between Storm and the Raiders? Oh, look, I think um, it's it's hard to sort of pinpoint just on that match. I think when talking about the Storm season, the, they had an injury list like, they've never seen before mm, the most in the um, comp yeah most in the comp so you know they're dealing with that and it wasn't just it wasn't just injuries to sort of you know a player that would be you know a fringe player in first grade or a guy that is just out there as one of your workers um in the team they were to guys that played in the key position so um Ryan Pappenhausen, like, how many yeah. games did Paps play this year? Maybe 10? Yeah, and, he, and the ones that he did, he was absolutely incredible. Yeah, well, early on, like a lot of people were talking about him playing for New South Wales this mm. year. Mm. Um, that's that's the form that he was in. So he so he, 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 he injured his hamstring and did his knee early in the year. He spent six weeks on the sideline, come back for a couple of games, and then that's when he um, smashed his kneecap, and that was it for him. That was that was game over for, for his season. Um, Jerome Hughes spent time off the park. Cameron Munster t- spent time off the park. So did Brandon Smith. Harry Grant. Harry Grant played his full first full series of State of Origin, so he missed a few games as well. Um, and and look, th- these aren't excuses, but they were they were things that the team had to deal with that they haven't dealt with before. And then also trying to you know win matches with 
young guys, inexperienced guys, and an aging forward pack. Mm. Um, and look, yeah, I won't say that they didn't play well this year, but I thought for the most part they, they held their own against some of these younger guys. But you can see it's just a natural progression, isn't it? Mm. Particularly with the way the game's played now, it's very up-tempo, um, you know, with set restarts and all that sort of stuff. The younger guys with fresh legs, they're the guys that handle a lot better. And it's, it's, a, it's a big reason why the North Queensland Cowboys are in the prelim. Yeah. Like you look at, look, have a look at their team across the park, particularly their forward pack. What well, Jason Tamalolo is the oldest guy in that forward pack, I think. Yeah. You know? You He's, look at Griffin Neem, you look at Tom Gilbert. Maybe McLean's um, the only other older one, but... Yeah, yeah, maybe Macca, yeah, but he's missed a bit of footy, so yeah. he's probably fairly fresh. Yeah. Um, who else is there? Um, Reuben Cotter. You know, like they've just they've all got you know young, fresh legs. They're energetic. They haven't played a lot of football like the Bromwich boys and, and Felice Cafusi and, and these type of players. Um, but it's difficult. It's difficult being up for so long like the Melbourne Storm have. Um, to to be at that level every week, um, and and finishing you know sort of in in the last week like playing a grand final or playing a prelim every year, because teams are after you. Mm. Teams are after you, and it's just um, you know I think you know Craig may have mentioned too in his post game stuff like it it's 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 been something that's sort of building slowly um, over the last couple of years for them. Now to the Raiders, uh, what an incredible win for that club. I mean. They went the start of the season, I'm pretty sure, and I might be one game off, maximum one game off, but I think they went one and seven to open the season. Yeah, and, did. you know, I spoke about it earlier on my podcast where Fogarty, the signing of Fogarty, mm. the negative impact that's had on the Titans and the positive impact that's oh, had on the Raiders wow. has been absolutely incredible. We even got a text here saying, how come Fogarty isn't being considered for signing of the year? Look, I wouldn't say he's signing of the year yet now. Look, if they go on and win a comp, then you know maybe you Absolutely. could you could definitely look at it. But I tell you what, what I will say for sure is that he is definitely the most underrated signing of the year because ever since he's came back into this side, they're back in the end of their season. I think they went like seven wins and three losses. Like they were on a run. Right now they're on a run. I, th- I don't think they've lost in quite a few weeks. Yep. You know, with the Raiders, can they go all the way? Can they really do be the dark horse and do that? Well, absolutely, yeah. Like anything's possible. I think if you if going off the first weekend of the finals, everyone be just saying, "Well, oh, look, it's Penrith, mm. and that's it." Like, who who else is going to beat Penrith? But you just don't know. You you do not know what's going to happen come grand final. And if Canberra can make their way through, well, they have got to get through this week first when they're playing Parramatta. Plenty of storylines there, of course, with um, that Parramatta being Ricky Stewart's former club that he coached at. So there's no doubt there'll be a little bit of feeling involved in this one as well. Mm. But they they got to get through this week first and foremost. Then they've got to play a prelim and worry about the other games afterwards. But anyone on their day, and, and we mentioned this last week, when you get to finals, forget about what's happened during the year. Forget about it. It's done. It is done. It does not matter one bit. Because when you line up, when the eight teams line up week one of the finals, they are all back to square one. Mm-hmm. They are all back to even keel. They, they're, they're back on the start line. They're getting ready for that, you know, the last four weeks of the season. And whoever is the the best team in the last month, they win the whole thing. Yeah. It doesn't matter about minor premierships. It doesn't matter about your record, you know, in the, in the 25 rounds throughout the season. You just need to be the best team in the last month of footy. Now, Penrith and Cowboys, 
they've put themselves in a very good position where the, all they need to do is play one more game to be in a grand final. Yeah. They got they got the advantage of having a week off. They stay at home. They don't travel. There's none of that sort of stuff. But that still doesn't guarantee them a spot in the grand final. You just do not know what's going to happen. Like have a look at have a look at the Roosters on the weekend. You tell yeah. me if you tell me if James Tedesco doesn't fail a HIA. What was it? Twenty minutes into the game. Yeah, about that. Like it may have been a very different story. Mm. So what's to say that you know when you when people think oh it's Penrith and that's it. Let's say Penrith play a prelim. And I'm not trying to at all put <laughs> any sort of um, put the mocker on Penrith here at all. But let's say one of their key players gets knocked out in the early early exchanges mm. and fails a HIA, yeah, and goes off the field, and that's it. You just you do not know. It's not it's not like the the old game that we that we grew up watching where you cop a whack and just oh mate you'll be right stay out there we need you. No, that's it. Like there's independent doctors involved. Mm. So, so many things can go into winning a premiership these days. And a lot of it is luck. A lot of it is the amount of work you put in, the effort and the commitment to your game plan. But, you know, most certainly the Raiders, on their day, they could go all the way. Yeah. I mean, just quick, before we head to a break, just a quick shout out to Ricky Stewart's ability to bring that team back together. They lost their main number nine in their captain, Hodgson, after a few minutes at the start of the season. They lost their halfback last year in uh, Georgie Williams. You know, these are key players in key positions. He decided to debut a young rookie fullback and replace Charles Nickel-Cluckstad, who took him to a mm. grand final. Mm. You know, th- these are key, key. Jared Croker, he chose to play young rookie centers in Croker's position. These yep. are big outs that a lot of other coaches wouldn't have been able to deal with. So quick shout out to Ricky for that. Uh, we're going to head to a break. After the break, we've going to review the Storm season, rooster season a little bit, but also we're going to talk about the absolutely incredible clash of the roosters v the Rabbitohs. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.